Have you felt lonely when you moved to another country? Have you struggled to find people who you connect with? Hi, I'm Grecia and I've lived abroad for more than five years. I know how hard it can be to make friends in a new country where you don't know anyone. That's why in this episode, I'm going to talk about the importance of building a community abroad and how that can improve your mental and emotional health. At the end of the episode, I'll give you three tips to create meaningful connections with other people. Whether you live abroad, plan to live abroad or not, I hope this podcast inspires you to live your best life. Welcome to Three Seeds. Let's get started. Most of us, when we move abroad, we go to a country where we barely know anyone. And that is a big shock. As I mentioned in the episode of the birthdays, it is a big shock to suddenly go from having all your friends, your family, your safe space, and then suddenly arrive to a place where you know no one and you have no one to talk to. And the people that you know and the people that would comfort you are miles away or in different time zones. To be honest, I have always enjoyed being by myself. So I think I underestimated the power of community abroad. And I don't know if this is your first time listening to this podcast, but I'm just going to repeat this for everyone. I come from a big family in Mexico. And as many traditional families, we are all very close. And I was used to seeing all my cousins and everyone almost every week. And during the birthdays, we all gathered and all the Mexican celebrations were spent with the family. So it was clearly a massive change for me to go from this big supportive community to having no one. When I arrived to Australia, I only knew the daughter of my father's friend. So during my first month, I stayed with her And in that house, there were some people like her sister, a friend of hers, and of course, the partners of her and her sister. And I was so grateful to be surrounded by these people when I first arrived to Australia. But of course, they all had their own lives. And you know that life gets very, very busy when you're living abroad, especially if you have two or three jobs to survive. So I was homesick and lonely, but then I found a room in a shared apartment and I had a roommate who introduced me to many good friends. And that's when I started building these friendships with them and with the people I worked with. And I started feeling supported. However, I remember that I wouldn't go out that much because I barely had any money. I was running out of savings already. It was a very difficult time because I was trying to change jobs, find a job. It was a difficult moment in my life. So most of my time was spent by myself, isolated, in my room. And then I remember that I had a conversation with my parents about this, that I barely had any money to go out and to meet friends and to nourish my friendships and stuff like that. And I remember something that my dad told me that changed the way I approached this kind of connections abroad. He said that friendships are like plants and that they need to be constantly watered. And I think that's when I understood that it was worth it to invest some of my money and my time and my energy and even finding low-cost activities just to maintain these friendships because they were all I had in this new foreign country. I remember I was really thinking about leaving Australia after just a few months of being here. But I also remember that that mindset started shifting 
when I started building these strong connections, when I started creating this family abroad. And that's simply because there was more to life than just work and school and the visa and all of these things that we go through and we're living abroad. I started actually enjoying and experiencing the city and the country with these new friends. And I started having people to laugh, to cry, and to listen to me. I started building a support network, which is so important. doesn't matter if you're even in your home country. Having a strong support network is essential for our well-being. Now, the downside to create this family abroad is that because most of these friends that I was having were on temporary visas or were looking for a permanent residence, they were constantly moving. They were either leaving the country or moving to another state. And listen, I even did that myself. I had to move to another state two years ago. And I had to say goodbyes to my friends in Melbourne. So I have to say that it's very, very challenging once you build these strong connections to say goodbye to them. It's literally a grieving process and we just have to readapt and reconnect. But I also have to say that I'm still friends with some of those people that they even left the country and we're still good friends. So it's also very good to be nourishing those connections even when they go abroad or to a different state. Andrew Huberman, I don't know if you've heard about him, but I'm crazy about his podcast. He's a neuroscientist and he hosts the Huberman Lab podcast. And he has many episodes where he mentions how important social interaction is. So at a biological level, social interaction activates the brain circuits that release dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins, which produce these sensations of pleasure, happiness, comfort. So it is fundamental to build connections, to enjoy, to regulate our emotions and our nervous systems, and to cope with stress and loneliness especially when living abroad, because we know that when we are far away from home, there's homesickness, loneliness, depression. So social interactions can actually help our brain release all of these chemicals that will allow us to cope with those feelings. Being part of a community helps you navigate challenges, adapt to the new culture, create this new familiar and safe place away from home because we know that when we left our countries, we left our comfort and the familiarity there. So it's important that we start building those connections and that familiarity and that safety abroad so that we can enjoy our stay there. I just want you to know that if you're living abroad and you're having, like I used to, <laughs> two or three jobs plus your school or whatever you're doing in that country, and that's your entire life, I want you to know that there's more to life than just that. Trust me, I understand the pressure of having many jobs and dealing with the visa situation and studying and everything. But making some time to spend with people really will allow you to enjoy your stay in that new country. It will shift your mindset and it will shift the way you experience that country. It's not the same to be lonely all the time experiencing all of these things than having someone to share these things with. So allow me to share my three seeds, which in this occasion are going to be tips to build those meaningful connections abroad. So seed number one is proactively look for that community or support network. 
Listen, if you're studying or working with people who share your own values or experiences or interests, it's easier to build that friendship. But when you're not in that space or in that position, you have to make the effort and find those connections. I've been in both positions, trust me. I met many friends while studying and working in Melbourne, but as soon as I moved to Adelaide, I started working in teams of people who were older than me and we didn't share much. So I was getting very lonely and I had to find groups, classes, activities to just meet people. And it was very hard because I'm an introvert, so I'm not very good at starting conversations. So I really had to push myself. And actually, a very good advice that I've just recently found and I want to share it with you is to use the BFF version of the Bumble app. So we all know that Bumble is this dating app where you can find and connect with people, but there's a BFF version of it. And it's actually pretty good. I've been meeting some friends there and it has been very, very effective lately. So if you're an introvert like me, and Bumble is available in your country, I strongly recommend you to use it. Just be very careful who you connect with. Make sure that you're meeting in a public and safe space. Don't think that, oh, because this is the friend version of the app, it's going to be safer. You never know who you're meeting or who you're talking to on the other side of the app. So just be very mindful of that and make sure that you stay safe, especially if you're alone abroad. Tell someone that you trust that you're going to go and meet this person and have maybe a check-in for that. As I said, don't make the mistake to think that just because it's a friendship version, it's going to be safer. Seat number two, find low cost or free things to do with your friends to take care of your connections. Don't let money be the thing that prevents you from nurturing your friendships and just be open with people. If someone invites you to places that you can't afford, just let them know that you prefer to do something else or communicate to that person that you are not in a position to go and spend that much money at that time so that that person understands that you're saying no because of something else and not because of them. And if after that they don't want to hang out with you because you don't have money or whatever, then so be it. You don't need that kind of people in your life. When you're building a support network, you want people who will support you and not judge you. And being a foreigner in another country has many challenges. And sometimes most of those challenges have to do with the financial situation that we're in. So find people who understand you and nurture you and not people who judge you. And seat number three saying goodbye is hard and every time someone goes away we go through a grieving process so be kind to yourself and don't let that stop you from getting to know someone I really understand especially when you're living abroad and you've been there for a long time sometimes when someone tells you that they will leave soon we can't help but to feel a bit scared of building a good friendship because we know that it might end soon but you never know how much you can learn from someone. So don't miss out on that chance. And talking about fear and friendships and grieving processes, don't be afraid to unfriend the people who no longer share your values. Sometimes we feel like because we're lonely, it's better to just have anyone than cutting those people out of our lives. But as I said before in the previous seat, you want people who understand you who you can connect with and who are going to be there for you, not just in the good times, but in the not so good times. 
So it's really important that you feel safe in your connections, that you feel safe within your community and your support network. Remember that a community is a group of people who have something in common, whether it's the location, language, culture, religion, values, experiences. So it is very important that you find a community where you feel safe and at home. I would love to know about your experiences around building connections and finding a community abroad. So please message me. My Instagram handle is at Grecia Corbala. I'm going to leave it in the description box of this episode. And also let me know how are you finding these new episodes? What are you thinking about them? Are they helpful? I've already been receiving some comments and some ideas for some topics. So let's connect and I'll be here next week with a new episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.